You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. Just like a Cation drawn to Cation nip. Is that a thing? I don't know. You are here compelled to catch another episode of Mission Log Live. It's 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern on a Monday night. I'm John Champion. And I'm Holly Amos. Each week on Mission Log Live, we're covering what's new in Trek. And what's new is that the new season of Lower Decks is premiering in just a couple of days. Because we're talking about all things Lower Decks, we're welcoming a very special guest tonight. You may know her as Dr. Tiana of the USS Cerritos. She is Jillian Vigman, and we will be able to meet her a little later tonight. So be sure to call in via Zoom or with your phone number. The phone number is on the screen. Where is it? It's over here. It's somewhere. It's in there somewhere. They can find it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So that's right. That's what you do. You click on the Zoom meeting link or you use the one tap from your smartphone or you call us at 669-900-6833 and make sure you enter the meeting code and password. Then you'll be on with Earl and he will greet you in a most pleasant manner. And then he will send you over to us and we will be at least half as pleasant. Holly, <laughs> welcome back to the show. Uh, so uh, so glad to have you with us again here uh, as we, we wrap up our sort of in-between time and then we get to jump over to Lower Decks, but we'll have you back. Um, back. So happy about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm glad that I was able to sort of start the launch off first and I will be watching Lower Decks along with you guys and then Excellent. I will be back for when season four of Discovery comes back as of now. So... Yes, I look at it. More Star Trek. Yeah, date TBA. You know, we're hoping that we'll find out when Disco will be back. Um, I do want to say hi to folks in the chat because the chat room, people started jumping into uh, Facebook almost right away. And uh, and some important names in there, of course, Scott Palm. We have more than one Paul, at least. We've got Paul Harveth. I believe we have Paul Wright. Yeah. Uh, there will be many, many more Pauls joining at some point. There's Dave. Other Dave is hanging out in there, too. You guys, you know how to tell each other apart. There's Benjamin. Benjamin already says, I can't wait for Lower Deck Season 2. We're going to be talking about that. Um, let's see, there's Barry Barry, who is currently... By the way, that is Professor Barry, uh, who is in <laughs> Vegas right now at the Rio, checked in, excited about the convention coming this week. And he is in his room at the hotel watching this. So welcome, Barry. And by the way, have to say uh, a shout out here to my friend and yours, Holly, Chris Doohan. Yeah. There's there's a Star Trek name right there. Mr. Doohan. Yeah, Hello. Chris. <laughs> and I, I'm sorry that you won't be in Vegas. It will miss you there. But Hope to see you sometime. It has been a while. Well, it's been a while since we've seen anybody, but it's definitely been a while since we've seen you. And uh, yeah, all you folks who are there. Ooh, Nate says we're going to have STLV discussion a little bit. We'll get into that in just a second. Um, Greetings from Minnesota. Greetings from Scotland. I mean, people from all over. Greetings from my parents. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. (laughs) Very cool. So very nice to have all of you joining us. And uh, Holly, just remind everybody what they should do to join us in our conversation tonight with our special guest. You can join us live by clicking on the Zoom meeting link or by using the one tap from your smartphone or calling 669-900-6833 and entering the meeting code and password. Yes. Now, somebody asked what was coming up. I'll get through that very quickly. Uh, Let's see. Next week on Mission Log Live, of course, we're kicking off our coverage of Star Trek Lower Decks Season 2. Norman and Ashley V. Robinson will be back here at the same time Monday night. And uh, it'll be nice to welcome Ashley back after helping us cover season one. So we're looking forward to that. Um, I believe last week, Norman uh, talked about not coming to Vegas this year. Very understandable. Uh, It definitely, his concerns are in the right place. But of course, the 55-year mission continues. Here's what you have to look forward to. Every morning of the convention, Jessica Lynn Verdi and I will be doing a live stream from the Roddenberry stage. And um, mornings are very difficult for me. So I'm looking forward to Jessica actually handling the show for me and really doing the lion's share of the work. 
But uh, tune in either here uh, or on the Roddenberry YouTube page or on the Roddenberry Facebook page, on Twitch. We will be all over the place. We'll have many special guests. We'll be previewing what's coming up on the Roddenberry stage. So join us there. If you can be in Vegas, it'll be great. We'll tell you what to look forward to that day. If you can't be in Vegas, we'll give you a recap and we'll have those special guests with us. Um, The panels are coming together. There are costume events at the Roddenberry stage. There are some deep dive topics. I know that already uh, Dave and uh, Paul and Michelle Harveth, they've got things happening on our stage. I really look forward to those. And yeah, right away, uh, David Takeshi says bye morning are we talking la mornings or you know morning well okay wednesday it starts at 11 a.m it gets earlier after that that's when i'm just gonna have to tap out we'll we'll see what happens um and the roddenberries will be playing their band is going to be there live every day and i can't wait holly the match game the match game will be back with our celebrity panel. Okay, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let everybody know right now, we're going to try to live stream this. If we can't, please make sure you are there. I believe it's Saturday afternoon. Uh, celebrity guest panel currently includes Julianne Grossman, John Billingsley, nice. uh, Noah Averback katz and, and Charles Nelson Riley. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a good group. Yeah, Charles Nelson Riley. I'm not going to say how, but we have Charles Nelson Riley as part of our panel. And of course, Gene Reagan, your host, who bears no resemblance to me whatsoever. So look forward to that coming up on stage at the Roddenberry stage on Saturday. Uh, the match game this week on Mission Log DS9 After Image. And then we will be off for a week, but there should be a special episode in your feed from Vegas. So look out for that. And uh, Holly, unless there's any other important news to cover on your end, anything uh, uh, truck related? Yeah. Not, well, I'm drip, drinking from a Trek cup and one of the Pauls asked me what I'm drinking. And I, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a Michelada as always because they're delightful. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That is awesome. Well, that sounds like a perfect time then to what? Oh, wait a minute. Carlos says, who is that in the chair under the, oh, oh, wait a minute. That's just John Champion running his live broadcast. Yes. <laughs> that will be from a hotel room in Vegas, you know, one eye open. Uh, but let us now, without further ado, welcome our guest tonight. I am so excited, so happy about this. You know her as Dr. Tana from Star Trek Lower Decks, but there is so much more to our special guest. She is Jillian Vigman. Jillian, welcome to the show. Hello. I am so, by the way, I'm so sorry. I'm literally lying in bed. That's fine. <laughs> I am. That is, that is the so proper excited. way to broadcast. Yes. <laughs> that is. I'm now, on but, the East Coast lying in bed and I am thrilled to be here. <laughs> so wait, so you've been traveling a little yes. family trip and home for you originally is New Jersey. So that's oh, in that very area. Very sexy right? place. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Although I've grown, I've come to love it having, uh, as I've been living in California, you go from the golden browns of the summertime colors to verdant greens of the East Coast. And you are sort of shocked, like, oh, that's right. It rains here a lot. <laughs> right. right. Continually. So now- that's what I remembered. Is it true that in New Jersey, you, you describe your location by uh, highway exit, by like where, where yes. you are off the turnpike? Okay. I'm, I'm happy. And this time, I, I can't say turnpike, but I'll say Garden State. Ooh. I am 142B, if anyone's <laughs> okay. interested. It's very close to Newark Airport, so you can get in and out of the state very easily. That's excellent. Good to know. Look, there's so much to get into, particularly with Dr. Chana. We're going to talk about so much there to unpack. I mean, I, I, yeah, I I went back and rewatched some stuff and I've got questions. I can't wait. But but I want to go prior to that. Um, I was interested to see that you went to Second City. You were a part of Second City in Chicago. And was that sort of the start of your comedy slash acting career was that sort of the birth of it or 
Yes, absolutely. I think that it was, I guess the best way to say it, it was nearly like a graduate program. Um, so I went through the program there of the conservatory, as we discussed uh, before, John. And I would say that once I did that, I had the bug that I really wanted to see if I could get further. I moved on to the touring company. And from the touring company, I underst- understudied the stages, both they have a the smaller stage, which is a little bit more I guess I would say risque, the ETC stage, and then the main stage, which was uh, nearly every night. And that was sort of the main draw. I loved it. And it, if you know anything about touring anything, like touring bands or touring else, we did tour in dirty vans and went all over the country, including Europe in some cases. Uh, I, I'm sure they've gone other places since then, but it was a great way to get your chops up. I love the people I toured with. It was always something like three men, three women, uh, a, a stage manager and a musical director. And it was one of the best experiences of my life, bar none. I would not trade it for the world. And, and it smelled terrible yeah. a lot. <laughs> nice. I bet that sticks with you. That's a sense memory. That yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And And was that your focus, your goal, was it about comedy or was it about sort of uh, a training tool to get into dramatic theater, break into film, TV? What what was the career trajectory you had thought of for yourself there? I love that you think that I had that much going on that I would know that stuff. Um, <laughs> I was probably too um, drugged out and drinking, but I would know. I would say that I honestly went into it first because it was the comedy. I thought it was just the coolest, funniest thing to do that I could imagine doing with the idea of what could I use this for later. And I think one of the things I thought about was the idea of if I moved, say, to Los Angeles, could this parlay into something that would be more comedy? Would it be more drama? And the nice thing is, I do think it was a great base for all of it. And I would say that I'm still friends with a lot of those people today. And it was a great way to get to know people. When I moved to LA, I'm still friends with most of those Chicago people. And it is, uh, it is so easy to fall back into the same pattern. Like like you're in some sort of gross frat house of how you treat (laughs) everybody you're working with. I see them as much as I can. I love it. It's just like any kind of school that you'd ever go to. I will never trade. I honestly, I can remember certain uh, shows we did in Montana where we were feeling like we were getting run out of town, uh, but finding it to be immensely satisfying when that would happen. Nice. And uh, there's another comedy sketch that uh, that I had looked up that I was very happy to find online, and that is a funnier die segment that you wrote and starred in <laughs> called Baby Boss, and I cannot repeat on air tonight what the funniest <laughs> line is in there but you know the one and it is hilarious so uh yes thank i'm you getting for... uncomfortable here's the best part about that because yes. i know that when i first came on to zoom my son's name came up instead of mine because sometimes he's a little bit more tech savvy than i am right and that's the baby <laughs> no seriously i'll just say this it... okay <sighs> When I show my son this, he'll be like, I want you to disown me. Can I say that? Please, please look back at some point and look at this. But my husband, if you, this is so crazy, but there's a scene where um, I'll just say this because we, we felt like we were ahead of the curve because now there's baby boss, all those movies for, for young children. I'll say, how about this? A little bit more lascivious in a mature manner baby bosses, but the best, cause we're, we're treating them like they're adult bosses and we're their, their minions. There's a scene where I'm blowing um, on a little baby who's dressed in a suit and he's my boss. And I'm, I'm trying to seduce him. Please just go with me on this. This is before, <laughs> like, this is before like 2008. So, yeah. Or no, this is before, this was like t- 2010. So before a lot of things mm. came out, um, but I, was blowing on him and he liked it because he's a baby and he fell back and you can hear his head hit the ta- the the desk. He was fine. But my, my husband, his father was underneath the desk and 
the tightness of the bang and my, my husband's voice going <sighs> angry could not be cut out. Oh no. Tight. So yeah. if you listen closely, if you ever watch it again, you can hear yeah. my husband's anger at the fact that he is a part of something he finds disgusting. Oh my God. <laughs> Amazing. That, that is fantastic. And if hey, it's brought up now, he's like, I, I'm still disgusted <laughs> by your behavior. Like, ben will never know. And Ben, ben will know. Soon. It is. All right. So I just for our audience, go, go look it up. Go look up Funny or Die, Honestly, Baby Boss. And just remember, it was like before 2011, please don't cancel me. It, no, I, and my son indirectly. Yeah, you you own that. Come on, you you just I, own it. I loved it. I loved yeah. It. There you go. There you go. <laughs> we we are going to get into Star Trek talk here, yes. and 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 many many other things. Uh, there, there are just some comments here, real quick. And uh, Alan is standing by. We're going to go to you in just a moment. Uh, somebody in the chat just uh, Benjamin says, "I'm curious, what's Jillian's favorite part of working on the Lower Decks production?" Oh my gosh. Gosh, that is such a, in some ways, it's such a loaded question. I have found working on Lower Decks to be so gratifying because Mike McMahon has created such a funny, tight show that it is a joy to walk in and record anything they give me. And they are open to changes. They are open to things that they would like to tweak. The entire writing, the entire writing staff is so they know their stuff inside and out and they also are so funny and the scenarios, I have to say it's honestly the actual act of recording has been one of the best jobs I've ever had. One of the best. So you've had a lot of jobs, man. I've had some jobs. (laughs) I've had some jobs. And this one is just so delightful because it's so smart and funny. And I joined late to the Star Trek world. So I'm learning about it as I go. And I have such a, like a deep respect for the amount of work they want to put into keeping the history and what has already been created alive and to kind of keep the ball rolling and to keep going with it. It's, it's been a total joy. And I love playing a dirty old cat doctor. Oh, oh. we're, we're going to talk about that dirty old cat. Uh, by the way, Eddie, you say no Brady Bunch content today. No, I, I'm sorry. No Brady Bunch content today, but we will see whatever tangents we, we find here. It was a whole thing last week. Can I yeah. interject a tangent? Oh, please, please. Yes. <laughs> I because, love Brady Bunch. Yeah. Well, we were talking about Brady Bunch last week. <laughs> it was a lot. great. It was glorious. Yeah. Um, my tangent that I want to go off and let me front this with Jillian. When I was in college, I was, um, I was an advertising major. So I have a degree in advertising and I graduated right around the time that you took over as cricket box. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) So like, I remember seeing you in all of these commercials that I was like studying prior. Um, you, you have so many commercial credits. Oh, listen, bread and butter. I will never mock regardless of the commercial, it was an insanely exciting time to do commercials for me. And I can only imagine having learned so much from both the writing side of commercials. That commercial was one of the most dreamy jobs. It's not the same thing as being a Cation doctor, but (laughs) it was such a cool time to watch how the business worked and to be a part of it. I loved it. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, fan. I loved watching you. I loved studying some of the commercials that you were in. And then right as I graduated, everything changed. Everything changed. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. I have to say that was such a great commercial because that commercial, those ran for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a side note, the guy who plays Jack, as in Jack in the Box, his real name is Jacques. <laughs> oh, my God. Is it really fantastic? Yeah. He's a he was an originally a Canadian guy named whose his name is Jacques, and he lives on an island off Washington State. And I think Jack in the Box has basically made his life. It's the greatest story ever. 
Oh, how could it not? That That's yeah. amazing. Uh, a couple of great comments. Carlos says, can we pause for 2.5 minutes while I watch Baby Boss? Carlos, <laughs> you, you, you knock yourself out. Report back to us. Julie says, I identify with the dirty old cat doctor. Yes, we will get into that oh, as yeah. well. And then Barry says, oh, dear God, I just watched Baby Boss. This was <laughs> wonderful. And I apologize for my wandering attention. Barry, it's fair. It's fair. It completely. My poor hey, son. <laughs> uh, without, without further ado, let's welcome our uh, next caller, first caller. First and that caller. Is Alan. Alan, who is calling all the way from Lower Decks. Yet hey. Again. Alan, welcome to the show. How are you doing tonight? I, I'm, I'm doing good. It, it feels good. Uh, hello, John. Hello, Holly. Hello. And, what, and what's up, Doc? Oh, wow. oh, thank you very much. Well played. Well played. Nice. Very good. I've been working on that all week. <laughs> what is on your mind tonight, Alan? Uh, well, I mean, just uh, first of all, congratulations on Lower Decks. It's a great show. We're all, you know, obviously we're all big fans and you know, it's, it's great to have it back. It's great to have a funny take on Star Trek that's, you know, intentionally funny i mean sometimes it just <laughs> kind of happens that way um and and jillian it's it's great uh to have the crazy old cat doctor <laughs> and oh. i am just i guess to start off with um do you i know a lot of voice actors say things like you know a bad impression is a good character and things like that do you have any sort of you know, touchstones or origins for the voice of, of Dr. Tana or, or anything that you're kind of drawing from uh, when you develop that voice? It's a great, that's a really great question, Alan. I have to say what was so wonderful about the audition process is if I'm not mistaken, I don't even think I saw the sketches of Dr. Tana before I even walked in there. It was just the description but it was, you know, like I, I you know, I, I think a lot of performers would say that sometimes they read a description or they read the writing and they say, I get this. I, I feel like I get where this is going or they read it and they say, this is so I want I want to be I want to be in this. I read it and I was like, this is hilarious. I don't understand it because they kept it fairly secretive. They did not want to give away too much. And I remember even when I went to go in to meet with them, you didn't know anything. I, I learned more about what, what it was only when I did the second audition. And I do tend to sit in a lower register anyway. And I most of my characters in general are a little bit off. So it felt maybe, I, I don't know if off is the right word, but a little bit odd. It felt so delightful to try to play with this when I auditioned for Mike and the entire group that it was nearly a joy trying to find it with them. When I sort of found it as I went along, because I sit in this register at one point they had me, this was great. They had me, they're like, try Tendi's character. And let's be honest. I was like, okay. And it was, (laughs) it was so, uh, it was such an ill fitting character, but it only made it clearer that I got to, I would play something closer to, uh, and an, 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 I don't know, a worn down but well lived cat doctor, mm. or Cation doctor. Excuse me. Yes. Yeah, well. well, they're cats. Let's be real. Six of one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did Did you know what Did you know what a Cation was when no. you heard that you didn't know what? Okay. Not at all. And what was so genius was when Mike showed me the. Um, the pictures from the 1970s, because although I was, I grew up in the seventies, I had not seen the short lived animated version of star Trek. And I loved his take on sort of going against character because if I'm not mistaken, it was like the Michelle Pfeiffer of cats. Yeah. She was very, I mean, she was voiced by, by Michelle. Oh no. No, no, no. She was Chapel. Major. She was, she was voiced by, um, yeah, Jean's wife. So she she made it very like purry and yeah, she like, purred all the damn yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> always purring. Well, so I was sexy. I was gonna yeah, I was gonna say that too. Is that 
you know, typically it, it was it was very much Julie Newmar. Yes. And yeah. you there get you that go. a lot with Kat. And what I, I don't know, I I am honestly not a pet person myself. Yeah. But I've been around <laughs> enough cats to know, you know, that some of them, you know, they, they all have their own personalities. And for some reason, you know, I think you could have just the voice without without the image and that still reads as cat to me yeah it's great crazy in its own way and it's great i feel like sort of like the rundown grumpy cat is actually what most cats are if you were to like be like are they purry or are they grumpy i feel like the majority of cats would fall into grumpy yeah this is this (laughs) is like an uh this is like an alley cat with a doctorate (laughs) yeah (laughs) right right well, not well, the that, sexy, sexy feline that we want her to be. But, but, but the, the, this is what I want to get into. It, it, it's this, this idea like uh, Tiana is just sort of, she always seems like she's been through the ringer. Like I, there's a chunk of ear missing. Yes. She's just kind of pissed off when you, whenever you find her and just sort of like rattled and maybe hitting the hypo spray accidentally. Uh, it, you know, maybe not the best choice for a doctor. It seems like that would put a patient very much on edge, but she's still quite capable. And did, did that yes. develop or was that just sort of the beginning? They're like, no, no, no. She's just constantly uh, on edge, just like strung very tight here. I think she's high strung. I think she has mm. no bedside manner. I right. think she, but she's a survivor, just like, let's say, an alley cat would be. Um, but she is an unbelievably great doctor. And she, you know, it's like the idea of those doctors that have not, they're not on the spectrum, but they might be a little bit because they love the work they're doing and what research and what they learn from it. They don't care so much about the patient except for (laughs) solving the problem. And this is a cat that I love. And I I think at one point I was trying to guess how old she was. And I feel like she's Mm. on like the 10th life. Yeah, (laughs) right, right. (laughs) Which is why she's so wonderful. And and the thing is, like, you can find the soft spot in her, you know, like where where you where would you scratch her per se? (laughs) And there's more to her than just being this. She's a grumpy son of a. Yeah, my French. But she's so good at what she does that she's vital to to the ship and and solving all the problems. And I think there are a few people on that ship that can find the soft side in her, which I think is really kind of the touching part about it. And it, and I think I, what I like about her too, is like in this day and age, it sort of doesn't mean as much, but there's like a masculine quality to her, but mm-hmm. that kind of offsets the femininity within her. That sounds right. really strange. Please watch baby boss. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I I would like to interject here on that note of talking about that characterization that the Cations, this is where I go into geeky. Please. Oh, uh, you just unload, unload the geekiness on us, please. So geeky trivia, Cations obviously originally were part of the animated series. And a lot of the stuff that in the animated series in 73 and 74 was a direct result of Lincoln Enterprises, which was a company that was owned by Majel and Gene basically to sell product and like the the Mm idic logo was sort of created to to sell product and that whole we actually discussed that last week but there's a biography of mrest the first occasion that we meet and uh it states that they tend to be small and sinewy and that their females are delicately dainty shut (laughs) up Oh, my God. Oh, oh, 1973. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I I don't know if Mike's ever read that, but, like, he definitely, like, if he did, he railed against that with the characterization of your character. Perfect. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love it. By the way, another one in the chat, David, you know, I took a bit of a detour from this live cast to watch Baby Boss. (laughs) Sorry. David. <laughs> what it was it WC Field said? Uh, never worked children or animals. Well, okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, Vince says, "There's not enough Dr. Tiana product out there for me to spend my money on." 
um Ooh. yeah are you have you like we're just waiting for the action figures t-shirts a whole line and the yeah. spray let's let's spray. talk about this the cologne which is like a sure. feral mist <laughs> that's that needs to happen. I know that it would be like it would have like a pheromone that would either repel you or draw yeah. you against your will. All right, right. we're we're somebody's got to tweet that to John Van Sitters at CBS. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, let's make that and happen. Can we call the cologne or the eau de toilette against your will, or is that too on the nose? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it, uh, Alan. Hey, uh, uh, before we let you go, well, first of all, sure. I have a question for you. Oh, and yes. this goes back to the, the start of the call here. You just said that you're happy about the Lower Decks being intentionally funny Star Trek. Please, sir, what is your unintentionally funny Star Trek? <laughs> unintentionally funny Star Trek yeah. is the is things like uh, Picard walking in on Beverly and the ghost candle. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I don't yeah. know if that's funny. I have to walk out of the Ooh. room. That's secondhand it, embarrassment. I think just... thresh- I think threshold is more un- for for me is unintentionally funny. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The that ghost is. sex candle. I have to leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good call. Good call. Well, okay. Know. Um. And, and on that note, <laughs> I can't wait. By the way, I can't wait to buy a ghost sex candle. Yeah, Gwyneth oh, Paltrow will sell one of those next. <laughs> exactly. Yes. We can only hope. Yeah, uh, Alan. Anything else tonight? Any parting shots before we say goodnight? Uh, no, just uh, just again, thank you for all the great work on on Lower Decks, and you know, I'm certainly uh, part of the fan base uh, specifically for that show, and I'm looking forward to season two. And hope we get more of more of Tana. And you know, I know it's lower decks, and I know it. I know that they're sort of the focus of the show. But between uh, you and uh, uh, Fred from a couple weeks ago with uh, Shax and and whoever his new security guy might be, um, it's it, it's it's a show with a really deep bench. You know, it's kind of hard to tell who's the sixth man on on this show. So, you know, just we're I, I love it and uh, can't wait to see more of it. Yeah. In a couple of days. Yay. Yeah. Thank you, Alan. <laughs> Alan, All pleasure right. to see you. Thanks for calling yeah. us tonight. And until next time. And hey, everybody else, if you would like to do what Alan just did and you click on the thing or you dial the thing and you pick up the thing and you talk to Earl, you know what to do. Join us because, hey, we love to talk. Before we get back to the show, I just very quickly want to give a big shout out and say a big heartfelt thank you to everybody who has joined us on Patreon. No ad this week, just me saying thank you. Patreon.com slash mission log. You folks have been amazing. You've joined our Discord. Norman, who's not here tonight and, again, won't be joining me in uh, Vegas this coming week, he is doing some live programming in our Discord exclusively. Some topic-driven chats. He'll do more Monday. Uh, he, well, I guess he did more Monday today. Today's Monday. Today's Monday. Doing, <laughs> it is, it is. Uh, he'll be doing the feedback on this week's Mission Log on Thursday afternoon for Mission Log After Dark. So thank you, everybody who has joined us over there. Of course, you get the exclusive preview, our early episodes, the unedited episodes where we're just chatting about nonsense. So if that floats your boat, be sure you check that out. There's swag, there are gifts, there are things that show up in the mail for you. So thank you again, patreon.com slash mission log. And thank you to our newest members, Matt, Eli, Amanda, Jesse, Andrew, and Taylor. We really appreciate it. And we hope to see more of you in our Discord and in the comments on Patreon. All right. So um, something that we, oh, somebody has a mission log NSFW. I, I feel like that that's pretty <laughs> much what the Patreon feed is like. You're correct, Carlos. Um, and, and it says, uh, after watching Baby Boss, I'm afraid what I would say during the call. Carlos, look, you, you, I'm sure you could refrain a little bit. Hey, uh, I want to ask you, since you, uh, Jillian, you're so new now to the Star Trek family yes. and, and the Star Trek myth, have you had a chance yet to go to any conventions, meet fans in person? I mean, no, we, I'm 
I'm dying to. I know that, you know, obviously we, we lost a year, obviously. Again, yeah. like COVID has sort of put a kibosh on some of that. I cannot wait to do a, a deep dive. I won't look as beautiful as I look right now. I just yeah, I <laughs> look. I you know what? I thought this would fit my cat look. This is what <laughs> if I were a human cat, it looks like it took a wig from the back of my closet, shook it out. And put it on my head for you guys. So you're welcome. <laughs> Don't even come on. Yeah. Oh, oh, but um, she's no, not but the I only one it. that you have. She's not the only character you have. Keep going. Right. No, yes, yes. I, yeah, we'll I'm so it. excited. Right. I will I would trade wigs to come into a live. I would love to come to a convention. It would be such a dream to to meet people and to watch also the the Star Trek family unfold, having learned more about it as it's sort of I've gone along on this this really wonderful journey of talking to a lot of different people involved, not only with the Roddenberry group, but also with this this writing staff who and yourselves like there it's so deep and so exciting, and I feel sort of foolish that I didn't know more about it. I watched Star Trek as a kid uh but it's it's really kind of energizing to see how big and loved it is. Yeah. Was that sort of a surprise to you then? Because I mean, the, you, you, you do your work behind the mic and then several months later, the show actually comes out. Then all the press happens, then the feedback, then the fan yes. reaction. Was this kind of a mind blowing thing to you? Mind blowing because I didn't yeah. understand how beloved it was. I mean, I knew it was loved, but I didn't mm-hmm. understand what a deep it was. And also that there are so many, I knew that there were different movies that had come out and different shows and different entities, but it is like, it's sort of its own. Each show has its, has its own fan base, which mm-hmm. leads it's, it's like a family. Like if you look at a family tree and you realize how large it is and how loved it is, I I'm impressed by the whole thing. Yeah. Well, we do have Paul, Paul, uh, one, of, one of our many Pauls standing by to say hello, Paul. Welcome to the show. And I guess, well, Paul, I'm going to see you in a couple of days. Uh, when do you, you and Michelle come into Vegas? Actually, it's uh, just me, John. Um, oh, just you. Okay. Yep. Um, oh, oh, we lost your video. Oh, oh what happened? Let's see what's many, going on here. Many we can sets. hear you. Share screen. Nope. Oh, no. I don't no, <laughs> never do that. Oh, I just thought his lights went out. I did. I did too. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll give you a second here and we'll, we'll vamp as they say in the yeah. business. Do what you gotta uh, do. So you, you turn on the lights, do whatever you have to do. Um, David says uh, in the chat here, it'd be cool to have lower decks folks at the convention, including Jillian. Of course, I think that would be awesome to have. You know, I, we've met, I have yeah, a feeling that a convention is in your future, Jillian. I believe yes. so too. Oh, yes, I could yes. be the cat woman I was meant to be. I would be so happy. <laughs> So, yes, I, I think that would be awesome. And uh, let's see here. A couple other. Yeah. Chris says tap dances. That, that's what we do. We tap dance while we uh, we wait <laughs> for the tech tap. issues sure. to take care of themselves. And uh, Nick DeGood, Nick, who works on Star Trek Online, says we are so glad you're here. Oh. And uh, Nick, we're just waiting for the moment for has Lower Decks integrated into Star Trek Online at this point? Do we know? No? I don't think it has yet. Okay. <gasps> I don't even know what that means. Do I need a vaccination for that? So, <laughs> you might. You, yeah, I think you do. Okay. Yeah. Star Trek Online is a uh, officially licensed online massive. Well, I I don't know. M- 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 MMORPG, massively multiplayer online, online playing game. Game, yes, and yes. they've they've been going for like I, they're over ten years at this point, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but every time something new comes out, they're able to integrate it into the game. And if, if I'm not mistaken, I haven't been over there in a while. I don't believe that lower decks is integrated yet. And, but if they do integrate it, I'd be very excited to see how Nick Nick says there are some Easter eggs. There are some little things dropped in here or there. So next up voice cast. That that's what we're hoping for. So, uh, yeah. Oh, Hey, and Norm joining us in the chat. So Norman, Pleasure to see you, my friend. Hello, all. Sorry, thunderstorms made my internet dodgy. Well, that's no good, but welcome to the show. 
Glad to hear that. That's what you get from moving to Florida, Norman. Uh, all right, Paul, Paul, joining us from a well-lit room somewhere in Michigan. How is it going, sir? Welcome back. Well, now he needs to unmute himself. <laughs> <laughs> unmute. Nope. Oh, now you're nope. muted. Oh, 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 you got this. You got, I believe in you, Paul. There we got go. It. Yeah, yes, there we go. yes. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Paul Harvey. All the technical problems at once. It's, I, I don't know. I'm, I was so excited about hearing the cat doctor wanting to give shots to people. That's. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I, of all people, I should be the one talking about vaccination. You should. Uh, vacations, yes. apparently, you know, there's some issues as well mm. uh, on vaccination. So oh. I can't, I can't only imagine. I, yeah. I got a couple of questions I dug up here just because I don't know it, the, you and your, um, group of voice actors are among my favorite people ever now in Star Trek fandom. You're just so funny. Um, oh, it's such a good group. I have to oh. say, I get starstruck listening to everybody. And when we did the table read for the first episode, it blew my mind to, to see them obviously in person, but to hear them uh, and physically see them perform. I was, I loved it. It was a really, it was a kind of an education for me as well. To see all and the, everybody was different in how they performed and what they did, it was so cool. Because you have Fred, who's Shax, oh, who's yeah. like a professional. Who that's what he does. He's a yeah. voiceover master. And then you've got people like someone like Tandy, who's who's just also an all around. This she's going to be a huge star as an actress as well. But the sharpness, the comedy chops, is incredible to watch everybody involved. And I was lucky enough to work with Eugene on something else, uh, Cordero. And it was, I felt like, Eugene, I'm working <laughs> with you in a different way. This is so cool. And it was oh, really, cool. really exciting to be a part, like to, to get sort of starstruck over the, our, the, the project that I'm on. So it was great. That's so cool. Well, yeah. uh, Fred, Fred was here two weeks ago, and <gasps> he instantly made all of us members of the Fred Tatashore fan club. There's yeah. just no question about it. He is incredible. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely remarkable. Um, so my question is, <laughs> if, if you had any influence on the writers, who, who would you like to operate on and what, <laughs> what would you do to them? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God! Oh, Paul, you opened a bag. Of yeah. um, oh, that is so good. Let's talk off the cuff here. I mean, I think because she loves the idea of research, I think she would do transplants mm. of brains to see mm. what she could do between, say, well, this would be a perfect thing if you do an upper and a lower. I mean, first of all, who doesn't want to operate on Boimler? <laughs> He needs Just it. He needs it. He's got he it coming. Yeah. And I think you would, you would literally make him into, oh gosh, this is Holly. I need your help here. <laughs> I feel like he would have to become like some sort of Bashir. female viper. No, he needs, he needs to become Bashir for Holly. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Bashir's yeah. my favorite. Yeah. Bashir. Well, he's not, uh, he's not my favorite doctor. He's just my favorite character on deep space nine wait who's your favorite doctor i think tiana took over are you just doing that because no i think she did because she's be honest no i think she's ridiculous (laughs) well ridiculous is that you don't you don't necessarily want that in a doctor but in personality i'll take it yeah sure yeah because i don't know how many doctors you've ever you've recommended and you're like oh you should see my ophthalmologist he's ridiculous well, I mean, it's always like, you know, you should see my doctor. They're the best. And it's like, not, a, not everybody is the best. Some of these people have to be terrible at their job. I would right? agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there are some half stars out of five sure? doctors that we've been to. I, can't remember I, who. I oh, just like Tiana's bedside manner. Like, I think her bedside manner is, is, is obviously funnier than Bashir. Um, <laughs> <laughs> more entertaining. She's all business, but she's a gruff. She's gruff, but she's all business. And what ensues is hilarity, but um, also uh, she takes care of she takes care of the problems. Yeah. So yeah. so there has to be um, 
since you're since you're a fellow alien serving a great deal of humans, I assume yeah. you must have went into you know your med school training. But then there must have been some sort of Starfleet training with flocks. Um, so what was that like being a, a student beside flocks in the day, or maybe you were probably his mentor. Um, so you could create a whole, you know, group of <laughs> stories there about, well, and, and that's funny, you Would know, you David, yeah. yeah, David here in the chat says they, they have a doctor's panel at the convention. Now we should get oh. Julian in there with John Billingsley and everyone yeah. else. And I, I love this idea. I think that's Could great. I be dressed as the cat? Could I be? Oh, I, 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 oh, oh. Damn right. You would. So <laughs> we, so uh, Michael Westmore, who has, has done a lot of oh, the, the makeup yeah. for Deep Space Nine and stuff, yeah. he actually sometimes will do live makeups <gasps> on yeah. the stage. So he did like the trill spots for Terry Farrell um, mm -hmm. for genius. her trill character in Deep Space Nine. So like maybe we could do like the doctors, but then like Westmore's making you up <laughs> at the same time as Tiana. And by the way, we'd have to like, cover everything I say because I swear a lot. <laughs> Fair. On the, so on the B panel, a lot of fun. The B panel, oh. it may not matter, right? In the B room. So that's right. Oh, <laughs> I, oh I get to We can put a disclaimer on the door. We can put a disclaimer on the door. This is rated <laughs> R. I like that. Uh, by the way, you, you know, kind of wrapping our heads around all this, Chris Riker says Dr. Tana would eat Flox's bat. And that's very uh, true. That would probably happen. Probably, yeah. Um, yeah. So, and, and uh, other people talking about uh, doctors, you know, Boma, Selar, uh, Ogawa, Pulaski. There, there's a lot of uh, oh my gosh, you know, you a lot of good hospital. doctors here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a whole it's a whole thing. Going back to your comment about who you would operate on, Carrie says, I'm guessing Boimler is somewhere on the list because all of Jack Quaid's characters have to suffer. So. Aww. I, oh, I think you're right. Laughing. I think that's amazing. <gasps> Look at that. Look at that sweet cat. Yep, here, here's your, here's, <laughs> this is our kitty. This is uh, the scone. We, we are oh. cat people here. So I thought, you know, he just showed up. So I'd pick him up. He looks anyway, a lot healthier than I do. <laughs> no temperature. I wonder oh. if anybody has named their cat after your character yet. <gasps> if they're kind of. If Dick it one. hasn't happened yet, it will. It will. Yes. It totally yes. will. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, it's great to talk to you. And um, we'll look forward to meeting you at a convention somewhere down the line. Uh, uh, the voice panel. The voice panel will be great when it shows up for Lower Decks. I, that's yeah. got to be a must-see. Hopefully Chicago. That'd be great. Yeah, Chicago. Yeah. Oh, that would be lovely. So nice to meet you, Paul. Pleasure. Live long and Paul, prosper. Take, yes. take care, Paul. We'll see you around, man. Good see job. you very soon in a couple yeah. of days. And I believe that uh, we have a, another caller just boom, right, ready to go, ready to talk to us all the way <laughs> from stormy Florida. It's our own Norman Lau. Norman, yeah, we'll, welcome to the show. <laughs> we'll see if like how hold uh, my internet holds up, but I yeah. had to, I had to pop in here real quick because if I didn't do this and I can't say that I kept my promise, but Hello, Jillian. How are you? Hello. So nice to talk to you. Nice to talk to you, too. And I have to say this. This might, this might come as a surprise, and I don't want to really catch you off guard, but my best friend from college came from a town called Summit, New Jersey. That's where I am right now. That's where my sister lives. No way! That's where my best friend Todd Burroughs lives. <gasps> Whoa. I, yeah. Whoa. I, love, that's I love Todd Burroughs. So. As a matter of fact, I thought about him today. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Holly and John. Yeah. Where my parents live. The street I turn up, I mm -hmm. drive by the bus stop where we used to pick up Todd. Uh -huh. And so I think about Todd Burroughs all the time. So side note, Todd's best friend is a guy named John Newman. Newman. They're listening. Mm -hmm. John Newman and I were class clowns for our senior year. And Todd and John beat me out for basically representing the school for comedy because they made John dress up as a woman knocking me out. So that was Todd's idea. Yeah. I what? love that Norman. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. That is I weird. Todd Burroughs. Is he, I look, look, we're having this private conversation here. I know. Is he in Idaho still? Where is he? Is he? No, actually he's uh, he's in Jersey. Um, I said summit, but it's not summit per se, but I don't really want to put his private sure. information sure. out like here on the internet. But I told him that, you know, <gasps> We were going to have you on the show. And then he said, please say hi. And I said, yeah, I'll drop a line in for you and Newman because 
that's the crew that I met after the fact. So it was like Pod, Nam, Newman, Hogan, all those guys. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Robustelli. They're all Robo. delightful. Yeah. They're all, de- by the way, guys, honestly, Holly John, these guys were, they're hilarious, kind, wonderful guys. That's so han- and I'll say so handsome. <laughs> so handsome. I, I would expect Norman to hang out with no one else. Dude, so, that is yeah. crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Well, I, I didn't want to take up too much airtime, but I did promise him that I wanted to say hi for him to you. But if you'd like to catch up a little bit, maybe afterwards offline, I, will. I would love to. So, so, side note, I just want to let you guys know that when I was in 10th grade, I had a party when my parents were out of town. Ooh, that's very movie-esque. Terrible. Uh-huh. All the all the like seniors from other high schools even came. It was it got out of control. But John and Todd, t- Todd was like, I know where we can throw all the empty beer cans because he knew some at best. Mm-hmm. That's that's how much I love Todd. Mm-hmm. And we drove cars that we were too young to drive to go dump garbage in the woods. Thanks, America. Yeah. I love you, America. Yep. Amazing. That's crazy. Thank you, Norman, for making me so happy with that. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And I, like great. I said, I, I promised I would, and um, I had to. And just the, the reaction that you had, I'll tell him all about it. He's not a very I, social media, like, you know, hip dude, but he knows that uh, you're on tonight. So oh, now you guys know that I've been disgusting since I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That this was so, so, so worth it. Uh, Vince in the chat said, we just had an M. Night Shyamalan reveal here. <laughs> and you are not wrong, Vince. You are so right. Yeah. I yeah. went to high school with him too. No, I didn't go to high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you go to Pingree or did you go to Summit? You went to I Summit. went to Pingree. I oh, went you went to, to Pingree. Pingree. Oh, yes. okay. You're a Pingreeer. Okay. Yes. But yeah, gotcha. see how far I've come. I'm not a um, Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals judge. I play a dirty old cat doctor who I, <laughs> I deeply respect. So I mean that with all love and respect. So, and love but I laugh forward. because in my class, Brock, President Obama appointed our class valedictorian, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. And Holly, you'll appreciate this. My best friend's mom, who I also went to, she laughed at me and she said, you do Swiffer commercials. And, and Michelle Friedland is now the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals judge. And she laughed at me in my face. And I'm like, different strokes, different folks, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's all kinds of people. Incredible. That's amazing. You just made me, you made my night. I'm glad. I'm glad. And he'll be totally stoked um, yes. that you said hi back. So, and he's a huge, he's a huge Star Trek fan. So yes. now I'll have to get him caught up with Lower Decks. Perfect. So That's cool. Great. Hey, uh, Norman, how did uh, Monday morning go today? Morning was awesome. Morning was fantastic. Good. You know, uh, it's, a, it's a little show that we do for our Patreon crew on Discord, and it's just nice. a little one-on-one session. And um, big shout out to uh, Big Mike and uh, BCAD and uh, Paul Harvest. Very uh, cool. Showing up. Really nice. Yeah. What a group. What a group. Yeah. Excellent, man. All right. Well, you have a great night, and uh, we'll, we'll be in touch over the next few days. I'll uh, keep you up to date on Vegas, okay? For sure, for sure. Everyone be safe out there. Peace. Wait. And uh, Jillian, don't forget to get your um, Taylor Ham and Egg, you know, at the Summit Diner. Yes. I, you know what I'm talking <laughs> about. <laughs> Norman, stay dry down there, too. I will. I will try my best. Excellent. All right. Take care. Bye. Right. Bye. Take care. Uh, fantastic. I, I love it when, uh, when our own get to call in and we have yet another caller right now joining us from, uh, from Mexico city. It oh. is, uh, Alfredo who is also on the bridge of the enterprise. Alfredo, welcome to the show. Uh, looks his, like you His are bridge m- is shiny though. I know you're, you're muted. Let's see. Want to make sure that you're unmuted so we can all there hear we you. There you I'm are. Here. Welcome Alfredo. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, welcome to all, and welcome to Mexico, at least on my <laughs> side of the line. Oh, <laughs> but fantastic. We're, we're still waiting for season two for Lower Decks. We, I just got season one uh, oh, nice. on Blu-ray. Yay. It should be. <laughs> Very and, cool. Uh, we're just waiting for season two. Are there more Dr. Tana-centric stories? We want to know more. There's going to be a few. We'll let you uh, watch. She is just as dedicated and disgusting. No, she's just <laughs> as dedicated as she should be. You will, she's, 
she's in it to win it in all the grossest and best ways. I'm thrilled to be a part. Like, honestly, it has been such a, a trip to be a part of this. So cool. Well, and you make you make growth so beautiful. <laughs> By the way, can I tattoo that on my back? <laughs> sure. <gasps> I love that. I love that. I've been That's kind of the only appropriate way to do that is as a Thank tattoo you. on your back. Prudence. Yeah. 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 Yes. Wow. That's okay. beautiful. I feel like you guys really made a connection. That's lovely. <laughs> I love uh, Mexico city. I've been meaning, I really want to go down and eat and eat more. Uh, I, I want to do like a food tour in Mexico city. So oh. badly. I'm the president of the local fan club for star Trek. So if you want, if you want to come down here, just give me a call and we'll I'll show you the you. sites. I would we'll love that. The sites. Please take my word for it. I can <laughs> love to do it. Thank you. Oh, that's wonderful. Hey, uh, Alfredo, somebody in the chat says that you have Fiesta colors going on in your bridge. And it is very yeah. exciting. We, we're all very impressed. Oh, well, uh, you know, upgrades. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he did come in right after Norman, who's on like a non-shiny bridge. Showing him up, Show up yeah. the, the co-host. I get it. Very nice. <laughs> we, we, we try. We try. Yeah. <laughs> Alfredo, anything else on your mind tonight? Well, besides that, it's so cool to be a Trekkie now and not like 30 years ago when we only had three series and now we have so much. Yes. And it's exciting time to be a Trekkie. And uh, it's lovely what you've done with Lower Decks. Uh, we, we learned to see that the new projects are more of a wait and see thing. We don't yeah. judge before looking at them. And you blew it out of the park. Uh, oh. It's really a fun, fun, exciting show. And the season one finale was incredible. It was- oh, stay. I feel that way too. I feel, I, I, I'm just as, I'm so honored to be a part of it, as I said to these guys. And the writing just gets better and better. You'll, you'll see. It's, it's been such a treat to do this. Yes, but the, the thing is that the writing is enhanced by your voice. Uh, you're mm. acting, so oh, that's what cleanses <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Well, and it's it's really cool to see listen to everybody else's voices. The the layers of voices and the types of people they use are just it's such a great group. Can I ask you a question about that? Actually, I'm curious because I know that particularly last year, um, people are recording isolated. Yes. And you talked about, you know, having a table read where you could at least see the rest oh, of the, the cast, right. get a sense of voices. But I'm curious when you're doing, you know, 10 episodes back to back and you're getting your lines, are you, um, you know, now that you've met and you've seen some of those people, do you have those voices in your head as the reactions? Because it's hard to act without a reaction. That's a great so, question. What do you do? I, I feel like you're absolutely right. I having now that I it's funny, I, I can picture them both. The voices go with not only the beautiful and the animation is so superb to uh, I, I picture not only the person who mm-hmm. is behind behind the character, but I, I feel like I have, I feel like I know them. It's a really cool thing to, this is sort of my first foray into a series. So the more I do it, the more when I read it, I can see them so well. The writers have done such a good job of creating such um, sort of 3D people and create, or, or in this case, not necessarily all people, not always mm-hmm. humans, mm-hmm. but that you you know how you want to react to them as your, as your own character. And it is such a cool thing to, to get a script and read the part and be like, Oh, I know exactly how I would talk to Boimler, how I would talk to Tendi, how I would talk to Freeman. And I see, it's really strange because I do see both the animated character, but I see the person behind it as well because they, they become those characters. Like uh-huh. I, I, I see them as their full character so Rutherford is Eugene, and it's such a cool thing to to be a part of. So I Very love cool. it, and maybe I'll you know try to make out with Fred when I see him next. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Don't Fair enough. It. Don't tell my husband, but you know, uh, secret safe here. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alfredo, any parting thoughts before we say goodnight? 
well, uh, just keep it coming, and we we will love to watch each show every week, and we'll enjoy it, especially because now I got to know you. So. Oh, that's thank you so much. Such a pleasure. Thank you for loving the show and, and watching it. That's such a good feeling. Yes, we, we love you here down, down the tortilla border. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> thank you, care, Alfredo. Everybody. Thank you. Alfredo, take care. Uh, by the way, coming in hot with the uh, puns, Alan, who called us earlier, he just dropped this little bombo into the chat. Guys, I got it. The Dr. Tana perfume should be called Staycation. <gasps> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, That's... that is why our listeners are the best. You'll never want to leave. Nor yeah. <laughs> will I let you. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Alan, you win. You, you win the internet. <laughs> so with that, uh, thank you so much, Jillian. This has been great. A pleasure. And thank you to our audience. And Holly, thank you. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll part ways here. I mean, you know, at least on the show. I'm not cutting back. you out of my life, but you'll be back. See you uh, at least when Discovery rolls around again. And uh, that is it for another Mission Log Live. Be sure to join next week when Norman and Ashley start off their coverage of Lower Deck Season 2. Mission Log Live is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. Executive producer, Rod Roddenberry. Technical production on Mission Log Live by the inestimable Earl Green. Be sure to visit podcast.roddenberry.com for the latest from Roddenberry Podcasts. If you'd like to support Mission Log directly, give us a look at patreon.com slash mission log. Thank you to everyone who joined us live or later. Stay safe, stay healthy. We look forward to talking with you next week. This is a Roddenberry Podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.rottenberry.com.